Alright, welcome to Craft Imperial. This is the Viking. I am the Bourbon Cowboy. We sit here to discuss great cigars, great whiskey, and have a lot of fun with banter and discussing all these great cigars and bourbon. We'll sit here every week with you, enjoy this podcast, different cigars, different whiskey, all the banter, a lot of fun, a lot of nonsense, and <laughs> that's what it's about. Thank you for joining Craft Puro. Please enjoy this episode. Cheers. Those are long days remembered. I mean, shit, I haven't been to a big live concert in a long, maybe two and a half, three years. Yeah, I haven't. I mean, and we're hoping it all doesn't get canceled again. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's it's getting silly. You know, we we in St. Louis, we just actually we actually had a mask mandate go back into effect last Monday, and then yesterday get voted and repealed away by the county executives. Yeah. So I mean, it's I it's <laughs> it's wild, man. But all right, we're live. I did hey, that thing again. Yes. I pushed the button and Bird I just yeah, yeah, I did that thing. Our again. intro's done. <laughs> yeah, everything's done. Yeah. All right, man. Well, listen, I forgot to Craft Imperial, baby. I, I did that thing where I pushed the button and forget. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. Well, this is cool. the Bourbon Cowboy. We're out here at Millstream, out here in Old Town, St. Charles. And maybe you can hear the water behind us. I'm not sure. It's got good flow. But it sounds it? good. It's a beautiful day, sunny. Could be a little more breezy, but right now the weather and uh, the humidity is fantastic. And uh, I'm sitting here with the Viking, and we're getting ready to light up our first stogie of the day. Yeah, yeah. Hello, guys. This is cool. We're doing something really fun. Um, the video you guys are going to see for the Patreon is going to be this entire podcast. Um, we've actually got Miguel here from FFK Stands is on the podcast with us today. Say what's up, dude. What's going on, guys? Uh, Happy to be here. So you guys will see on the video, I haven't put any of this out anywhere yet, but you can see uh, the initial ashtray that he sent to us. Um, is this really what FFK is for, friends, family, kindness? Uh, that, that's what we're moving forward. It usually, it, it used to be fuckface killer, to be honest. <laughs> uh, we grew up a little bit. <laughs> uh, whatever. I mean, it's cool. No big deal. <laughs> Yeah, it used to be a fun little thing we used to do around over here, just fuck face killer, dude. But it, people still mention it here and there. People that are like, you know, been with us for the longest, they still mention that. But, you know, I think that, you know, moving forward, family, you know, friends and kind folks, a little, it's a little, it's, it's more intimate and it's more relaxing to like be with your family and friends instead of being called fuck face killer all the time, you know? <laughs> true I, I get it but it's it's kind of cool because i like like the artwork right and, and the cowboy will get into all that because calligraphy is what you call that right yeah, yeah writing yeah. this guy literally he, you know he can take a pen and he does all that old school style oh. real cool shit so it was really cool the first time we saw it and you know like the first time um like when these came in man like the the stands the acrylic stuff you do uh, it's all really unique, and we'll get into all that, but the one thing you're going to notice is we're not going to ask a lot of typical interview questions, because uh, you're pretty public on Instagram, so people can go find that shit out, alright? They'll see your product and all of that, but we're going to have fun yeah. with you, and we're going to see if we can't get something out of you you're not supposed to tell anybody, but... Hey. <laughs> so, uh, what are you smoking, man? Um, smoking um, Partagas Havana number 2. Mm. 
It's delicious. It's a delicious stick. Yeah. Delicious. I had a pop of one of these bad boys for, especially for you guys. <laughs> right on. Special occasion. We, uh, so we pulled out, this is the La Creme Bellicoso from Crown Heads, the 2019 LE. Limited edition. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And they didn't do another one until 21, so maybe it's limited. You know Crown Heads are limited, right? Everything's limited. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you see They got some great oh, sticks. Little Monster Man. You're back on this the small. Give a little monster man. Give me a little DuPont game. I don't in. know if he's looking. We got a little DuPont game. I'm a little monster man. Oh, yeah. look at that. All right, what are you drinking on over there? Buffalo Trace. Man. Buffalo, Buffalo Trace. Trace. Right on. What did uh, what did we start with, Hodge? We're uh, starting the day with a little bit of High West Rendezvous. Oh, oh yeah. You can't yeah, go wrong with that. That's a great pour. No, you can't go wrong with that. But I, I Buffalo Trace is my go-to, you know, Kentucky bourbon for sure. It's like it's you know you know the heritage on that. It's like seven like 1773 when they started. So like they've been doing whiskey for you know 300 almost 300 years. So they they can't go wrong. That's true. Buffalo Trace is. I'll call Buffalo Trace is probably the second most impactful distillery there is. Second most, because you've got MGP and they're a fucking distillery now. Okay, they're not, they're not just a barreling company anymore selling shit. They're, they're releasing their own, you know, ten to twenty year age statements and things like oh, that. Yeah. So, well, we're big. Just so you know, I don't know how often you listen to us. We're big bib guys, and who's the king of bibs? In my estimation, is Heaven Hill. I mean, if you look at the bibs and the juice that they put out. It's amazing. I, I bet they've got 10 different, you know, under maybe even different labels. Um, in the lower section, you know, like $20, $30 a bottle. Mm -hmm. uh, from the green label, they used to have the white label six, which now is a seven and you can't get it. Um, but there's, all, there's so many that they do and then, of course, they have the old Fitzgerald line uh, from a 9 all the way up to a 16, all bottle and bond there at Heaven Hill. Amazing. Yeah. And those wow. clear decanters, I don't know if you've ever seen them. Uh, I don't believe so, but I'll well, look you into this. <laughs> look into them because in Chicago, man, you, you could probably find them easier than Buffalo Trace in that market. Um, it's a big dumping spot for a lot of allocations. It, well, it's, that's kind of funny to how allocations work, right? What we consider allocation here, right? Like in Chicago, four hours away, may not be an allocation. That's just regular store product. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> that, that, it's so, that game is so fucked up, it's not even funny how they do that. It's such a pick and choose and favorite redheaded stepchild of the month gets what gets what you want, you know? Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's start with this ashtray, man. Um, one, I love how small it is, which I'm not usually uh, super stoked about small ashtrays, but we can travel this thing with us any podcast we go. Yeah. Two, it's black and black and white, so it kind of follows on everything that we really do. But what made you put this incline on it where the cigar sits? I like oh, it. I'm a fan of it. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I just wanted to do something a little bit different. I've seen, I got plenty of ashes myself, and I didn't really see one like that. And I wanted, I also wanted to, the emblem like, or the logo to pop out a little bit more, you know? Yeah. I feel like it pops up a little bit more, even if you're, like, sitting a little bit far from it. You right. You can still see it. 
so that's what I, you know, that's how I came up with it, you know? And then, you know, well, it's, would my thought was gonna hold the ash on there a little better than if you yeah. fall completely in and push on your ash. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say, too. It seems like, so if you got, because, you know, you're you're pretty good at carrying yeah, an ash, you got right? you long ash. You're only falling a little bit and on And if you set side. it there and the ash falls, right, or if it's just sitting here and you ashed once and have another ash, it's not sitting right on top of what fell before. You're not spinning the ashtray around. It's like a little exit ramp for the ash. Hey, there <laughs> you go. It's cool. I like perfect. it a lot, man. It's perfect explanation. Now you should be my marketing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's an exit ramp perfect. for the ash. A little exit ramp for sure. So, how did you hook up? So we had um, we had Project Carbon on. Uh, huh? Project Carbon, we had him on. Uh, he does. He's kind of asked not to use his name and stuff online, so I don't really do it. Um, but uh, you know who we're talking about. You've partnered with yeah, him and all sure. that, right? Awesome dude. Love him to death. We're not not saying his name. He's a bad guy. He just asked not to. Yeah. Speak his name out, okay? More, more um, guy, but yeah. But so when we had him on, we talked about the humidor and, and, the, and the vaults and all that. How did you hook up and what got you into the cigar rest stuff? Because you didn't do you didn't do like everyone else does. The little you know, the pieces of wood that slide together that look really cool. Um, you didn't do you didn't make a cigar poker that I'll never understand why people punch a hole in a cigar to hold it. I'm never gonna get that. But you did the skulls, the the tricolor, multicolored. I don't know. The, they look like springs. Yeah. They're stands. Like what? What yeah, took you in me. that direction for those? Uh, I don't just man. When I started, like, uh, well, I, started, I started smoking cigars probably 2015. All right, and then the way I started was with a Macanudo, which was a great start because it wasn't that harsh, not that you know, it wasn't a strong cigar. Now I build up the little pallets and all I get, you know, get um, no, um, the Cubans and all that stuff. You should never start with a Cuban because you're going to get sick. But uh, the way I started, my, my my cigar my cigar rest were just bricks. Like it was it was bad. Now I look at it I'm like Jesus Christ, who, what made you do this? You know, and I, you know, I, I got a late and then I started working on it and then just putting a little. And if you, could, if you go back to my Instagram, you'll see I, I went through lots of shapes and like different sizes. And I just came up with this, the one I'm working on now, and it's just easier for me to make, and it's really, it's more, it's easier for me to keep consistent, you know? And I like the way it fits on, like, if you have a little charbiter case, the way it fits in there. Yeah. And and it's, I like it, because it's not like, it has, like, multiple layers to it, so it's not, like, just flat. And then I, I really like it. And then when, when as far as uh, the skulls, I don't know, I just saw a skull, and I, like, think I, I looked at it, and, like, what if I put a groove on it, you know? <laughs> and that's how it and that's how it worked. You know, I just wanted it to be a little bit more unique with my, my accessories and, and and it's worked out phenomenally. People love the skulls and and they come in all you know, all these different stones which I like. And if you're a stone guy or you know, look into all these meaningful stuff on stones, it works for you, you know. But I just like the way the colors look. I'm not really into like the spiritual side of stones. I just like the different colors and you know. Right, see, that was going to be a question I had because you know that that uh, holistic lifestyle starting to really get popular again. Um, and I had had somebody actually commented that asked if this was an emerald quartz. And I went, I don't know, man. And he goes, well, what do you Maybe? do with it? I was like, well, what do you do with it? I set it down and I went, 
<laughs> that <Yeah>, I exactly. <laughs> you know, like so it made me it, it had me get it had me thinking. I didn't know if maybe that became a personal you know, which would be cool in any way or not, but that's cool how you can play with that and run with it too. So but I thought it was funny. <laughs> Yeah, I get special requests for a special stones. So like, well, they tell me they tell me the meeting, and that's how I learn about the meeting. I don't go out there researching and stuff like that. <laughs> right. I'm a busy man, so you're not looking for so like for a fallen asteroid to make it to uh, you know find the fountain uh, of youth. You know, if, yeah. if you like it, it just it's more like eye pleasing. If you like the way the stone looks, get it. I'm not gonna like try to sell you on. It's gonna make you feel this or this. And <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> When you use it's this rest, it's going to make your dick bigger, I promise. Yeah, just use this yeah. rest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's got the secret juice. <laughs> not, not at all, man. Like, honestly, it just, it's just the way, I, the way I look at it. If I like the way stone looks, I'm going to make that into, I'm going to get that made into a stone. I'm going to put a guru on it, you know? And that's this. That, I'm a simple guy. That's all it is, man. Drink right. whiskey, smoke cigars. Boom, right on. So, um, what uh, when you when you're doing pairings, or so what do you what do you do like your day? I know you told me you were at Lollapalooza. So yeah, uh, my my day job or uh, my my main money provider. I work uh, I work in operations for a company called ProM right there, and uh, what we do in our company is uh, we do structures for like golf tournaments and like uh, big events. Anything you know, if you look at the golf channel, you'll see you'll definitely gonna see our structures out there. It's where the white tents. So that's oh, what we okay. do. And it's so the structures for like the you no know, hospitality and all that stuff. So that's what we do. And that's my main job. And at the end of the day, um, you know, I still got a couple hours to, to kill before the kids, you know, go crazy and they want to do all this other kind of cool stuff i got a couple hours to kill and i and then i'm a really handsy man because I, I work i used to be you know i used to be a driver and all this and then it kind of like evolved into being operation so now i don't really get too much time to work you know work you know manually so that's okay. how i de-stress by doing stuff with my hands right and moving forward that's the plan you know i i want to be busy i want to keep my mind clear and this is the way i do it yeah being hands-on with some of my products for sure, it's got to be that way. You know, a cowboy can kind of test, man. This guy does does houses, and and you're very particular on the houses, obviously, right? Right. Yeah, well, same thing so. with our cigar. Like, fuck, man. Um, we're gonna send you some of the Cyclops too, by the way. I don't, I still haven't sent that out. But our our cigar we released, we're gonna send it out to you. Uh, but like, even well, you guys are releasing a cigar? We already did, man. It's been out. It's been out since mid-April, and we've probably gone through. Uh, well, after Friday, we will have gone through 1,500 sticks. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, it's been very well received. It's been really, really cool. So. Get it in the next, but I, uh, I actually roll cigars myself as well. Do you? When I have, you know, when I have, yeah, yeah, for sure. If you go back in my Instagram, I, uh, I, 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 I was self-taught. Maybe here, uh, a couple of YouTube videos here and there back in 2016, 2015, around the age. And I, uh, I was looking for cigars and I, I came across this website with, that sold tobacco and they had this uh, tobacco kit, roll your own tobacco, which it seems like it's an easy task, but I went through like 20 pounds of tobacco that were not smokable. Yeah. <laughs> they were just tight, the blunt sucked. It's, you know, it's live and learn, you know, like, and then I finally got somewhat good at it maybe like a year or two in where i was they were smokable i just didn't have the blend you know in there so yeah. uh i released my i rolled about 
maybe like uh, 500 sticks of this cigar I called Goldilocks, and those were gone in two weeks. Oh, I got nice. Probably like like 30, 30 left in my in my private humidor. I'll try to send you a couple of them. And yeah, I'll, that'd be cool, man. They're they're they're, they're well balanced and they're they're medium cigars. I really love uh, their Nicaraguan. So like I really like that cocoa flavor that you get, a chocolate flavor you get from that yeah. Nicaraguan tobacco. You know. Yeah. No. That's something I actually told the cowboy. I was like, you know, I've been in and out smoking and working in this thing between the two of us almost 50 some odd years. Um, and like I, I'm very good at blending tobaccos together and then smoking them and getting okay. what we were looking for, right? But every time I have ever attempted to roll a cigar, I got like mammoth hands and I just okay. end up smashing it and I've got no finesse, none at all. Uh, I've sat with bunchers and gone bunching and they'll stop me and they'll do too much too much I'm like too much tobacco. No, you squeeze too. Like, like I just I cannot I don't have the finesse in my hands um, But this guy probably does I mean he's he does he yeah, I'd like to try to do it You yeah. have to yeah at first trust me. It was bad like I think you like you like you mentioned I put too much tobacco and I put them on the press and they turn into like torpedoes to just just, you can smoke them. They're pressurized, you know, like the tobacco's shooting yeah, out the back of it. Pressured, and like, but like I said, it took me a year, year and a half to like get. Then not not only bunching, then you gotta wrap them, you know. And then then the tobacco leaf has to be a certain moist, or if it's nice and a breaker. It, it it was it was it was enjoyable for me because I was like, I'm gonna get it right. I'm right. Gonna get it. And then I finally got it, and it was so much fun. But. It, Man, you can only roll so many tobaccos by yourself in a couple hours, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I, I kind of, like, had to, like, step away from it a little well, bit. This, uh... I, still, I still got tobacco leaves. Like, I got a couple pounds, like, in, in my humidor that I'll, I will eventually roll. But, and it's time-consuming, and it's, it needs to be, you need to be in the right state of mind. Yeah. Because, I, and, you know, just, it, it will show off on the on the final product if you're in the right state of mind, you know? Right, for sure, for sure. Um, uh, I mean, that's why we smoke cigars, to try to mm -hmm. get in the right state of mind. Because exactly. it seems like, man, <laughs> even when you get older, you think it slows down, but guess what? It doesn't. It just gets yeah, more busy and you, more right? busy. Yeah, this motherfucker's busy and busier you. every day, and I'm like, bro. <laughs> You're that's 60. Slow you. down. I mean, I'm a contractor. <laughs> I'm a landlord. I'm a landowner. I got properties here, properties oh, there. Oh, yeah. Look at this beautiful son of a bitch. He's 60 years old. Yeah. Wow. And I now we got Craft Impuro. Oh, Our God. cigars are going good. We're trying to get the second one out. Golf tournaments, bourbon uh, events. It's like, God. Now, there's a lot of fun mixed in there. Oh, yeah, there is. But but it yeah. still is. Like, we had, we, had a, we had a really cool event this past uh, Monday. There's a big, it's probably one of the largest golf tournaments that happened in Missouri. It's the Italian Open that happens oh, wow. at the Legends Country Club. Um, mm -hmm. We're members there, and actually the uh, the head chairman there has been friends with Hodge for you know, probably 10, 15, some odd 20 years too as well. I don't know. Uh, but I met him through, I met him through the Cowboy and all that. But it was, you know, we set up, we got into it. It was a lot of fun hanging out, and then we broke down and had to break it down, had to load it out. And it was like, all right, well, this is actually work. And kind of, you know, missed yeah. dinner and, and uh, you know, it was, it was crazy, but but it's it's fun shit, man. Um, that website he's talking about, uh, I won't mention any names, 
but there's somebody that rolls and sells that does everything through that website. Oh, huh. Do I know him? Yep. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. It can only be one person. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, that rendezvous tastes uh, so pretty good. So you, guys, so, you, so you guys golf a lot? <laughs> um, yeah. You know the answer to that question? No, you can go ahead. We are wannabe golfers. We, I feel like we look pretty good, especially with our stogies oh, and our dude. cart. Dialed in. And if we always had two chances on each shot, yeah, we're, we're pretty good golfers. <laughs> but we only have one, and no, we're still yeah, learning. True. But we have fun and, doing uh, it, yeah. I am not lying when I say I have a 36 handicap. Uh, a fun backstory to see how I he's farther along than me because I don't even know what a handicap. Yeah. How you even come up with that? That means I get I'm one sure stroke. It's a mathematical freaking. <laughs> There's 18 fraction. holes, yeah. right? That yeah. means I get one stroke, or I get two strokes per hole, and then you score my shit. <laughs> oh, oh. So when I, I hit a seven on a par five, it's a par. <laughs> yeah. We're usually five, six, seven, five, six, seven, five, six, seven. The way I started smoking cigars, I just wanted to look cool. Yeah, and that was the way, the way it starts. You know what? Thank you for like, oh. saying that. Thank you for just yeah. saying that. Yeah, I just wanted to look cool. Then after a while, I was like, I enjoy this. The way it makes me feel afterwards and the taste of it. It's just like, I really enjoy this. You know, the way it pairs with a nice whiskey. I was like, I'm going to get into this, you know? And that's another thing I don't want to, I don't want to get into golf. That's, <laughs> I don't got enough time to it because I'll, I'll go crazy. You know, I want to golf every other day, you know? Well, that's why, you know, everyone, everyone, everyone's answer is, hey, go spend a couple hours a week with a pro and they'll fix your swing. And I'm like, that's probably right, okay? But the minute that my shots start hitting the way I want them to, and I'm not losing balls every hole, I'm yeah. going to get way too fucking competitive. It will not be fun yes. anymore. And I won't stop yes. until I beat everybody. I won't have any friends left. <laughs> that's just yeah, how it's going to go. That's how, I, right? that's how it is. <laughs> I love playing. I love playing pool, and I, I got really good at playing pool. I was really good at playing pool in Chicago. We had a couple tournaments that I I got a couple of trophies, and then there you go. Like you want to play with your friends, and then you beat them all. And then like it doesn't seem fun no more, you know? Well, it's then it's like, like, hey, who's up? Twenty a ball. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's like it's no longer fun. So then, then yeah. I I stopped playing pool for a while, and I got back to like normal. And I now I enjoy it even more than when I was winning all these like winning all these like tournaments out there, you know? Yeah, and, we like, my family enjoys it more as well. <laughs> we, we we joke like we don't joke. It's actually kind of serious. We kind of found out over the past couple of months. Uh, most of the time we go golf, we'll only play nine holes in the morning. We'll go play nine holes. We get it done. We'll have a cigar, have a drink. We'll get lunch. Uh, maybe we'll podcast. Maybe we'll just go bebop around and hang out. And it's like, okay, you did nine holes. You're good. Right now, around October, we'll go play 18 when it's 65 degrees outside. You know what I mean? But last uh, last Wednesday, he couldn't. Uh, he or he had a big tournament. He was playing with a bunch of, of his buddies that I that I know. Um, so Wednesday, we went out and played, and dude, it was 107 degrees outside. Wow. After nine holes, I had to change shorts, shirt, hat. I had to go take a shower, fix beard. my beard. <laughs> yeah. like this how, thing, this how, thing was like just. <laughs> how fast did you get drunk, though? Sometimes uh, his beard's like a second person, you know. It it's is. Like, <laughs> it is. It's like there's two people here. His beard and him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's got a name, bro. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's not a fucking name. He's, it's 2021. Well, I don't think person. there's any chance of us getting real good at golf because we can't play five days a week. I mean, we got jobs. So Yeah, exactly. So if we can exactly. play in foursomes and we're contributing and we're hitting some good shots here and that, I mean, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, just use just, one one shot of mine a day and I'm fucking be, the best golfer in the world. Like, oh, that's a great shot. That's okay, that's yeah. all I need for a couple holes. I'm good. Yeah. Oh, God, that's, exactly. you fucked it up, didn't you? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Whoa, that was a hell of a shot. That's all I'm looking for. Yeah, I'm not going to be on a podium anywhere with a golf club. No. My brother lives in... Uh, Naples, Florida, and okay. he texts me, what are you doing? I said, I, I'm hosting a golf tournament in St. James, and he texts back, who are you? Because <laughs> he's never even seen me play golf, ever. He's I've oh, never what? even talked about golf with him. And he's like, who the hell are you? You're not my brother. And we, we like to, like, we were in Key West together last Thanksgiving. Um, we both go to Key West a lot. That's kind of our closest escape then you know i can't get back to the islands it's not so cheap but we go down to the keys and we played the key west country club nine holes we had a lot of fun we were shooting at iguanas i chased one up a tree had a good time chickens ducks yeah you know we had fun but then we got done and we're in the pro shop just at the bar talking being nice to everybody that works there and hanging out and it was fun you know we see the guys pulling up where the van's stopping unloading their clubs you know, they're tipping never. I'm like, God damn, dude, all of that to go smack a ball. That's all you're doing, you're smacking a ball, right? And I spend more money on golf balls. And I've been playing three years, I've spent more money on golf balls than my entire set of clubs. Yeah, one hole is nothing but a swamp to the green. And I said, <laughs> oh, hell no. Let's just keep moving. Yeah, we drove. We're gonna yeah, lose yeah. a whole box just we trying know. to get it on the green. Yeah. I got this really vindictive thing. I, I love the water. Like, it's like my favorite place in the world. I Water on golf courses are not my, uh, yeah. It does every shot, every shot, everyone's like, damn, that looks good. And you're like, yeah, yeah. Just wait. Water. <laughs> I, had one, I had one last week that was going. I was like, yes, hits. Somehow I turned into a professional fucking golfer, put backspin on a ball. Rolled wow. off the green down the hill into the water. <laughs> I'm like, I can't even get close to the pen because the ball's gonna go back to the water. It, it really doesn't matter. But sounds like a like sounds like a fun fucking. It's day. a blast. You just pick your clubs up and drive on. There's no one waiting behind us anymore because we're just like fuck that hole. That's what Johnny <laughs> says. Drive on. Drive on. Mm. Well, well, this rendezvous is good. Oh, I'm go ahead. this cigar too, man. You haven't smoked. You, I know. I know you I haven't, haven't smoked, smoked that this. since nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. And I probably wouldn't remember it when I smoked it in no, nineteen. If probably I did. Not. But I think I did. Um, yeah. I. I'm not gonna be able to pick out any like uh, really cool notes or anything like that. Or you know the the one thing about this really cigar. Good layered. A little bit of spice and flavors, and it's layered. And the construction is fantastic. You've had Pop Rocks before, right? Yeah. That's how the spice is on this to me. Wow. It's like crystalline spice. Or rock candy. Rock candies. Right? Like a rock candy. So you've got, you've got, it's, there's spice to it, but it's got, it's dense. You know what I mean? But it's not, it's not burned out. It's not rolling out. And it's pepine tobacco. You know, for Huber and Miguel, it's pepine stuff. Uh, this, the reason we're doing this, the Calavera ship next week, 
I am almost willing to bet they have shipped almost every week. No, the they've shipped. The invoice was out. They've oh, shipped. Okay. Uh, I'm almost willing to bet. Granted, this has a broadleaf wrapper on it. This is how close you're going to get to that cigar as to what it's going to be. Have you had some discussion with them on what it might hey, taste like? I don't kiss and tell, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm a gentleman. <laughs> exactly. Kind of. Smoking cigars is a gentleman yeah, sport. Right? <laughs> what are yeah. you doing? Um, all right, so let's talk about this good doohickey. Yeah. Daphne so what brought you into the college shotgun and beer world? My, my younger brother is 21 years old. Oh, fantastic. So, yeah, so that's his little side project that he's got going on, and I uh, helped him out on it. He was coming up with all these um, cool designs, and I was like, this this K and F, it K looks like it could possibly make a hole on a beer and get shot on it, you know? And we went with it, you know, and then we, we spoke to Zimmerman over there in um, Austin, Texas, and he made them for us, and they work phenomenal. We, we use them. I can't really say we use them every day, but we use them four <laughs> times a week, you know? <laughs> no, I do got kids. I can see it. So you. one opens and one is a shotgun punch. Yeah, right there. If you hook the yeah. bottom of the can and push in, yeah, it's going to punch a, a hole in the yeah, can. Yeah, you hook in the bottom and you hook it and it makes a hole and just shotgun that bad boy. And you then know? you can open and it And I'm here. horrible at shotgunning beers. Horrible at it. My oh, brother is a pro, but I'm, I'm so bad at it. Well, you know what but that I means about your brother, right? Uh, huh? Really good at swallowing. <laughs> uh, you shotgun a beer real well. Yeah. You suck and swallow like a tan. He puts a timer and everything, like two feet. If it's draft beer, oh, I'm in. The hell with the yeah. can beer. I was like, I mean, man, I, like, awesome. I take 10, 20 seconds on it. You know, I, 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 I'm savoring it. You know, I like the beer. I like the. You know, yeah, I, like, I just, I just don't do it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm gonna open a beer with it though. Like. The other thing you can do is, here you go, I actually gave it away one night. You ever heard of snake biting a can? Uh, on top? Yeah. Yes. Right, so you can do it with this shotgun punch. Just grab the lip and push it in. It puts a hole in the back of the can. It allows the air to come in. So when you're drinking out of a can or pouring out of a can, there's no bubble effect. No yeah, carbonation. That's what yeah. I do. That's, yeah, it that's just flows freely. My maturness, that's what I do. Yeah. I get the top, he gets the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> he, uh, he's just trying to be cool, and I'm like, I need the beer to come out faster. Yeah, exactly. How do exactly. you guys, are these sent away to be made, or do you guys make them? Uh, we send them out to be made. We don't have a, uh, a water jet cutter yet. Yeah, like I mentioned. Well, I was yeah. talking yeah. about the braid, this like uh, parachute braid or whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. Paracord. Yeah, right. Para, uh, I, do, I do the paracord. braid. Paracord. I, I do that myself, you see? And then little do beer, you... Little beer right there. Yeah. Do you burn these to finish them? Yeah. Kind of melt melt was, the cord in it, and it'll yeah, stop the prey? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. I'm... I'm I'm really getting into that myself. I've been in the paracord, not paracord business, but the paracord braiding for, I want to say about three weeks. And I'm really enjoying it. It's like a little good pastime, you know, kill time. Yeah, I can yeah, see it. Cool. Cigar, cool. I love cigar. that color. That's cool. Yeah, he asked and I said blue and, and green and he went blue and green. I thought it'd go. be cool. I didn't even notice it was green. I just knew it was dark. Yeah. But sweet. Yeah, we'll pop a, I'm going to pop a beer with this. Everybody can see it on there here in a little bit. We'll go see Troy and get a couple beers or something, but. Yeah, it's really cool, man. It's again, it's dense. Like you're not making. That's one thing that I and I wanted to tell you. You kept saying like, 
So I'm probably the worst person at this when it comes to social media. When I see something I like and I show it to him, we're like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then we actually get stuff. We're like, damn, that's really cool. And hey, we should hook up. I do not investigate anything. I am not spending my time scrolling through your history <laughs> for points of topic, no. But one thing is you don't make anything cheap, right? I like nothing do you've done has been flimsy or um, non or malleable. Like it's that's stainless steel right there. <laughs> yeah, hundred oh, sure. years from now, someone's gonna find that somewhere yeah. on a beach or behind. And it'll be a fucking weapon. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, I don't I don't try to cut corners on cost. Like honestly, I talk to the people that work with me like, hey, tell me the price, tell me how it is, and if it sells, it sells. If it doesn't sell, it doesn't sell. I'll keep them all, you know? <laughs> I, 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 I don't cut corners on manufacturing because I want it to last a while and I yeah. want you guys to like And aren't you aren't you right now is this still happening with the ashtray? You hundred dollars for the ashtray and the skull comes with it? Or are you done with yeah, that? Yeah, for yeah? sure. For sure. For sure. You know, I'm not making one cent out of that. I'm probably losing a dollar or two. But at the end of the day, I want, you know, like, it's this is not my main money, you know, source. Yeah. So I do have a job, and at the, and I just, I like seeing people with my products and, like, the stuff that they have. And, like, the pictures I take, that's worth more than what I'm losing, you know? Yeah, that's that's awesome, man. It Sooner is. or later, I'll make profit. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's that's kind of the thing, right? It's, it's like we, we, we joke, but we don't joke about it. We're actually, and I used to be incredibly proud about that, right? I would assume it's paying for itself, right? Yeah, it's right. paying for itself. Our company that's so far, after our initial investment and evening everything up and doing everything now, our company pays for itself, right? Exactly. We're not, we're not taking paychecks and, and all that. You know, we're, if, if, uh, if one of us, gets a lead on something and steps out we can get something done cool it's reimbursed through the company we're good to go it pays for itself and i think that's the best part because now we can yeah i'm not gonna lie like when we first started our podcast <laughs> it was kind of funny because to do an average episode if you thought about it would cost us 150 170 dollars between the pours and the cigars. Oh yeah. And then like over yeah, time, sure. we when we got everything in and we've we've partnered with you know, like uh, Lit Cigar Lounge, the, the Project Carbon stuff and all that. Uh, you know, they, they gave us a locker, sponsored us there, um, helped us out with some pours and things and let us use the whole area of the space anytime we want. Um, kind of give us first dibs and shots at things, which is pretty cool. Um, and the family's fantastic. We've gone down to, well, we, we've been here at Old Millstream. The first time we sat inside, oh, it was January, it was cold, that's why we were inside. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Troy brought us over some drinks, said, hey, try this, start here. Fantastic, we, we've been able to do that with a lot of people, and then, um, like I said, the nice thing about, I know everybody, when you get into, into business, like it's always about making profit, right? I guess yeah, that would exactly. matter if we didn't have jobs. <laughs> It exactly. would probably That's matter the then, like you'd be in, you'd be hurting. But the fact that we no longer have to set money aside or worry about spending money to get product for the company, the company does it itself. It's all done. It's all said and done. That exactly. That was, that was my how I started for me. Like at first, buying ten pounds of tobacco, like you know, like that's two hundred bucks. Doing all this stuff, uh, ordering you know ten ashtrays, you know, it, it's it's. It wasn't an investment for me. I got I, I got money in stocks, and I was getting like 
three, four bucks, you know, three, four, you know, percent return. And now I'm getting, you know, 10% return on the price I got here. So I took out the money for my stocks and just like, it, it's making more money over here, you know? Yeah. And it buys me cigars and it buys me, it buys me a fun, fun little trip for my kids, you know? <laughs> right. Also, when we started, we had a cast of characters. The Mad Russian, the, 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 the Frenchman from the North, the uh, the um, sort in German, Squirt, so and everybody soft. would bring um, you know contribute with a little bourbon here and there, you know. Yeah, for sure. Well, I joke. I there's at my bar at home and his old bar that's being remodeled now. There's like this weird little corner of bottles. There's like ten or twelve of them, and you're like, man, where did that come from? And you can go back through an episode and be like, well, <laughs> those two came from him. That it was the bottle we didn't like that just stayed where we were, right? And it's like, <laughs> okay, so we've always been adamant when it comes to bourbons. Now we've opened some bourbons that we just, mm, hell no, no way. Not many. A year later, hey man, we haven't touched. You open it up and you're like, dude, there's no way we never like this, yeah, right? Because it's oxidized, it's, it's, mat it's maturated, yeah. right? It's, it's just you've talked about that. The way it sits and the way it, it does what it's supposed to is good. I need this. Exactly. I think, I think the only one that I really went OMG was that uh, 100 proof uh, white label. Evan Williams. But that was old Forrester? Or, oh, I think it was Evan Williams. The white label barrel proof. Um, anyway, it just was wood, wood, wood. It, it was not good. It was like, but now it's been sitting for a year, so maybe it's fantastic. Now I don't know. It was hey, maybe maybe you give it another year, maybe two years. <laughs> who knows, man? <laughs> um, but and it, and if you and if um and the people that have bought stuff for me, uh, you know, you can ask them. You know, I always I got lots of returning customers because I always send them something like a little freebie, something like that, and then. Sometimes I'm like, oh, have a twenty dollar discount, and they're willing to give me that extra twenty bucks as a tip. I like, thank you, you know. Like, yeah. It just, I just, they love the products and they love what I do for them. And full of shit, man. I, I, I thought just, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I remember telling him I thought you were full of shit the first time we were messaging each other because you were like, send me your address. I'm gonna send you guys some stuff. And I'm like, bro, I didn't yeah. buy anything yet. Like, wh yeah. what are you doing? And then it came in the Believe mail, it. and I was like, bro, holy shit! Like, you're real. <laughs> Like, yeah, dude, and then and we what we did podcast. is we took them we did uh we did some live giveaways for them they you know people got we didn't sell anything for them but we just gave them away right we did a live podcast and people were on and we were like all right 31 minute mark clicked on a name is like bam from ffk stands here you go um we actually we actually found a guy who just had a baby um that x1 cutter that you sent right that leather case now i've got so i've got my x1 Right, and I'm looking around, and Zycar's debunking. Right, we all know that they're 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 yeah, going to yeah. be going away. Okay. Yeah. But I when <laughs> right right when Michael Hare came in the St. Patrick's Day podcast, it was his birthday. He had that X1, was all beat to shit, and I was like, oh shit! I reached in my bag, and I was like, here, happy birthday from Craft Pure. Like, throw it together. Damn. You know, like <laughs> it was cool. Um, Hell yeah! But when you send That's stuff out like that, it's like. I mean, you got faith in it. I mean, I can't tell you how many cigars 
We've probably broken every FDA law there possibly is on samples when it comes to cigars. The way like when we first got into this, he would be down, uh, he'd go to dinner with his wife one night and then call me the next morning and be like, dude, I was out, I had four, I handed them out, the guys want to buy 20 a piece. Exactly. Right, and we were like, well, that'd be cool and all, but we don't even have the first batch yet, so, <laughs> you know, but you do things like that, and it, I think it, we actually had some return on it. There were people that when we actually started going into stores, uh, and we're very selective where we put it. We put it where we want it, and I think that's what's cool about having your own product, is you can put it yes. where you want it, and no one can tell you otherwise. Um, we actually had people, when we were setting them in there, be like, oh, shit, dude. I've heard about it, or we want it here because I, I drive down here to get it, and it's been really, it's been really, really cool. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's, I mean, that's that was Vanessa's model for sure. We had that golf gig this weekend and our Monday, and um, pleasantly surprised how cool it was. We sold probably about a hundred sticks, easy. Yep. And uh, it was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. Well. It was enjoyable because it was a nice ass day. I couldn't imagine being out there at 100 degrees. That well, yeah, that too. I think I think the temperature spiked at like 86 on Monday. So I know it was humidity, not. Man, that's unusual for here. There was a really cool breeze coming off, um, kind of like what we have right now because this waterfall's behind. It got breeze right off yeah, that big lake. Yeah, man. Are you like on your balcony? Yes, sir. Yeah, I yeah, was kind of thinking let me, that. Let me, I'll give me a little look at it, girl. So here's my little dog right there. Just oh yeah, little, little dude, I love the I astro little, turf. Yeah. A little Dotson, bougie. Yeah, a little, little Dotson right there, and that's that's what I got going on over here. Dope. So yeah, so yeah, guys. Um, I gotta be heading out shortly. Okay. But uh, I hope I hope to hop on you guys, uh, with you guys again once uh, uh, these other asteroids come in because I got um, some gray ones because my favorite color is gray. I got some gray uh, obsidian coming in, and Ooh. you guys gonna like that. Ooh. You guys gonna like that. So well, uh, before and before you go, real quick, where are you? Where where are the asteroids coming in from? Are you doing those yourself yet? Are you ordering no, the? No, I'm ordering from the design came my of course myself. And, right. Uh, the aluminum one you guys got. Yeah. There's coming from. Um, Austin, Texas. So oh, that's dope. all American made uh, and everything. And then uh, uh, the stone one's coming from uh, Armenia. So I got some guys out there. And trust me, it's not even cheap to get it out from out of states because I got to pay so much customs. And all oh, that I'm, stuff. I'm sure, man. That's probably a nightmare. So, it's a nightmare. Like, then you got wiring the money, you got to pay for the wiring and all that stuff. So it's, it, I like the product. So that's why I'm going and you know, paying all this extra money. And then, and then I'm not making much profit out of it, but it's buying. It's when I sell one batch, it gets me enough money to buy a, a, another batch, you know. Right. And then moving forward, to, it's gonna pay. It's gonna pay out for itself moving right. forward. And I got. I got, I have all the hope on it, you know. Uh, all right. I got so all the trust that these are really nice and like just here you get another look at it. It works phenomenally, you know. I love it. You see, the ash is not there. It just falls off, like you Looks said. Bigger. I like yeah. it. You know? it uh, it looks good, man, for sure. Uh, so here's the question. You've got your idea for the Cyclops head ashtray that stands, right? Yeah. I told him, I was like, you know, I said, I, you know, was an art major. I says, maybe I can go get a piece of clay and just dial in a skull with an anchor and some rope around it and take, you know, our logo, the Cyclops skull, and you just 
you know, the holder is his eye. And just put it in his eye. It's going to have to be pretty squatty, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're going to have to keep his neck and his head down a little low. Otherwise, it's going to look like a lampshade or something. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm, I'm definitely going to be waiting for those sticks, all right? So yeah, you yeah, dude. They'll, uh, I'll send them out Friday morning. Don't worry. Yeah. I, I'll... I heard great from it, and I'm really looking forward to right having on. some of those sticks. Hey, man, thank you so much for being on here. We got about 40 minutes left on the podcast. We're going to talk shit about when you're not here, so, yeah. you know, you'll hear. Hi, <laughs> right brother, man. Nice to meet you. Uh, thank you, man. I'm thanks, brother. It's coming out so I, can, so I can hear it myself. Yeah. Right. Take it easy, man. All right, that was cool. Yeah. Fantastic. He's uh, he's just a normal dude, man. Like that's what, that's what normal dudes do. I know, I know. But how, how often do we sit around and we hear? You, oh yeah, we don't really talk about our own shit with oh shit with everybody. Oh shit. Yeah, I've actually put those in. Oh, Looks thanks. Like they're working out great. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm dying. <laughs> that's what I was saying to you the other day when we were tooling around. Uh, you know, part of the thing is everybody has great ideas, but the ones that actually bring it to uh, fruition, those are the guys that, you know, are fun and hanging out with, man, because it, it takes, that's the biggest part, is taking a good idea and taking it to fruition and bringing it to market. I don't blame, you're not wrong. All right, we're no video anymore. We're just- No, like, yeah, we're oh, done, we're chilling now. We're all- uh, That was uh, cool to get him in there. I got I got the video downloading now, so we'll be able to share that to the Patreon guys you know, tonight. So Yeah, I like cool. that ashtray. I guess my only thing is, it's kind of a one-man's ashtray. That's true yeah. for, for what, it's, what it's designed for, right? Like for yeah. this here. I mean, but it's, it's still deeper though. That's still deeper than most ashtrays. Like, but uh, not the Bahama one, the Tommy Bahama you have, or the Fuente one I have, the you know the deep bowls, not that. But think, uh, think my little antler one, or think my Cohiba one, or think, uh, well, no, you got that old ashtray, it's a cigarette one too. You don't have a small one, do you? I do, but they're cigarette one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They're really geared kind of towards cigarettes. Um, I guess, you know, I like that stand you got with the stone. Um, I forgot to ask him, did, I think it would be really cool to do one in aluminum, like polished aluminum that size with a skull would be pretty damn cool. But man, that damn thing's heavy. Again, another killer. I don't know if I want that around an argument, you know, pick up crank, especially right, that, that might, might hurt you. That Pravada, I, I don't know, it's, it's, it looks like something from outer space, like it traveled. It's got all those spikes in it. And... Again, what a gorgeous freaking day. Without a doubt, man, it is great out here. I just got the video in, so it looks good. Are we going to have some of this on the stream? Well, I'm presenting that to Troy. And again, for you guys, we want to thank Troy uh, for letting us come podcast here out in the, the great back gardens here. And I brought him a little treat. I found this bottle. Um, I want to say at... Well, no, uh, dirt, dirt cheap. cheap. Dirt cheap has and it. And I yeah. tried to get it in a bottle, and you know, oh well, I'll take your name and number, sir. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll never hear from you again. I was kind of wanting to get it in a bottle because this is a plastic uh, half handle, but still, I thought it would look cool. 
sitting up on his thing. I don't know if it's any good or not, but it'll be up to him if we crack it open, we can always get another one. But I thought it'd be cool sitting on his bar back and somebody who's been here forever is like, hey, what the hell, man? You got old Millstream bourbon? Well, and here's the thing too, right? Like when you look at the label on there, okay? No, it's not a portrait of this place, but that's the same style building. You got the barn out here. You got the barn front blow. Got a water. You got wheel the right water there. wheel right there. Yeah, I mean it looks. Could, that's what it could have looked like before it, it all may happened have. here. That actually may be what that damn building used to look like. Who knows? Let's just hope. Yeah, let's hope. I don't know. Well, be interesting to look into it. I guess we finished our first pour. I guess we'll take a little break and go in and get us another. Yeah. Let's do that, of course, always. Thank you to our locker sponsor, Lit Cigar Lounge. Uh, as we said on there with Miguel, always hooking us up, taking care of us, being fantastic as usual. Uh, T110s are in, all that. They are now a Drew Estate account, so the Maduro Undercrowns are in as well. Leaf uh, by Oscar, the Connecticut and the Maduro and the Toro. Uh, get down there and check them out. Grand Crew will be down there again soon. Uh, T110 Habanos on deck. So, all right, guys, we'll be right back. We'll take a little break here, and then uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. Stay tuned. Yeah. All right, guys, we're back from our little break. Uh, Come on, why don't you tell them what we got for this second pour, and then I'm going to show, uh, I'm going to kind of do this we video. We didn't bring the bottle out. We're, like I said, we're here at the uh, Millstream. Old good friend of mine, Troy, he's the owner, and thank, thank him for having us out here today. It's a beautiful day. But we went in there and picked, uh, uh, is it Roman's Creek? Rowan's Creek. Rowan's Creek. And um, I honestly got another bottle with me. I don't remember, but I don't want to, th you think it's 100 proof? Rowan, no, Rowan's is more than Noah's Mill. So like, Rowan's is 10-something. Noah's Mill is 90-something. Yeah, it's probably 95, 96 maybe. But don't, that's probably not correct. But we're in the 90s on this. And we... Uh, I know we've had it maybe a couple years ago, but we revisited it not too long ago. And we were, I was like, man, that's just some good, good, good bourbon. So, um, all right, well, while we're doing that, we here, that. Hodge, record this. Hit record. I want to show, we're going to show off this, uh, um, from Miguel. Did you hit record? It is. All all right. Right. Hold on. Hit record. All right. So we're going to show, he was joking about his brother and, uh, how his brother uses this tool to shotgun a beer, but you can actually snake bite a can with this, I think. If the, there we go. Looks like a pretty good can. Yeah, this is uh, independent brewing, so they don't fuck around. But you can snake bite the can with that part there, and now when you drink this, there won't be any airflow in it. Oh, and that's that, that's that little tool. Yeah, right on, cool, fill that down. All right, we're uh, Yeah, the little beer I just got. This is uh, hop hoptometry from uh, uh, Tapestry up in Michigan. I actually have this over at Fox Cigar Bar in Scottsdale. So that's a good beer. I like cool it. Cool colors, man. Yeah, it's dope. It's uh, it's got the uh, Mad Hatter kind of kind of vibe to it. Yeah, that's kind of hypnotic. <laughs> All right, so how's the cigar treating you, man? It's good. I'm down to my last probably inch and a half, and it's burning fantastic. Um, yeah. Well, cheers before you get on cheers. your hypnotic or whatever in your snake bite. 
you know, real comparable to High West, like very smooth. All the layering of flavors are really there. And what I mean by that, because I get so tired of trying to, in my head, trying to pick out a flavor or something that's happening in a cigar. But what I mean by layer, you just know when you taste it that there is some complexity to that. You get, you got a little caramel or a little fruit, taste just a hint of some wood and some maturity. And it just, it's just been done really nice and it's smooth. There's no um, rolled around on your palate, went down smooth, and we've had this before. This is a really good, and I, am, am I correct? No, you're 100% correct. Up, this is from... You're 100% uh, correct. Oh, uh, um, it's the distiller. Um... Uh, I'm having a brain. Willet, right? say who does Willet. Yeah, Willet, Will it. it's from Willet Distillery, yeah. 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 Um, no, I completely agree, man. I know sometimes I can be real hypocritic in that statement because I'm trying to tell people exactly what I'm tasting, but at the same time, I don't use typical taste notes, right? I'm like, okay, have you ever had rock candy before? Now throw some fucking jalapeno in it, right? Boom. But the issue with that that I can say too is when I talk like that, I think people try and take it figuratively, right? Like literally, like someone's gonna eat a jalapeno, put rock in their mouth and be like, that cigar does not taste like that, <laughs> right? Like. But at the same time, everyone needs to remember, man, tasting cigars is all nuance. If there's one, there are three certain things that you're gonna taste in a cigar. The very first thing is tobacco, okay? The second and the third, in no particular order, a sour and a sweet. Why? Because that's how your tongue works, okay? You have a pH balance in your body, a chemical balance. You're going to get some of those. Now, what you interpret that sweet to be, Maybe what someone interprets sour to be, right? Grape, can that be sweet and sour? Yeah. Right? Right? Sugar, what kind of sugar? Sugar can be sweet and sour, okay? You have all of those there. Now it's easy when you're sitting around and we're smoking a cigar, we smoke numerous times together, and you're with someone you're with multiple times a week, you spend a lot of time together, you can pick up on what they're saying and what they mean, right? Because you feel it and You'll get it in foods, you'll get it in drinks, you'll get it in, in everything. And another thing that I want a lot of people to understand, um, we've done a couple episodes where we are specifically just talking about the cigar. There is no bourbon influence as far as taste and profile and pairing involved, but that's what we like to do on the podcast. That's it's it's what it's always been. There's going to be spirits with the cigar. This isn't a cigar and whiskey breakdown. We're not doing the difference and putting them together and coming in the middle. Um, it's something we could do, but we're not. You know, I gotta say, um, and I'm not afraid to do it, but I like this better than Rendezvous. I'll tell you why. It's just, this, I like this much better than Rendezvous. It's got, um, there's some floral notes in here that I think are pretty cool. And I'm not a big beer drinker, but this, some for whatever reason, sometimes there's these IPAs or these beers that have some like good blackberry or blueberry or some fruity notes See, into you them. you like, I found this out this week, you like hoppy fruited ales. Yeah. So you like citrus IPAs or fruity IPAs. Yeah. And I'm usually only good for one because I gotta have it cold. And, uh, but this has got kind of that fruitiness to it. I'm just saying. It's a little different. See what that yeah. punch did to it. Take a drink, be very careful, it's gonna come clean out. 
There's no bubble. There's no hiccup. There's no gas to it. What well, I did just hiccup. <laughs> But you see what I mean? Yeah, that's how there's no, good. there's no, this when you pour it out, it goes go, 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 go. You don't have that. Um, but yeah, and that's all that comes down to, man. I mean, it's cool. It's, and we'll do it, man. If you guys really want to hear some breakdown stuff, I, I find that kind of boring. I think we already a get a little too technical. I mean, yeah. you've got some serious uh, giddy up down the road tobacco knowledge that, you know, Probably most of our listeners are like, whoa, dude, I'm just really liking the cigar, man. Yeah, you know what? If you're into that kind of thing, just let us know and I'll, I'll, I'll send you guys everything. I'll put it, I'll type it in the description of the episode and you can read it right there. We can yeah, do all that. Hoppy. Very hoppy. This 19 Bellicoso, though, La Creme, okay? You want, <laughs> now, I don't like this label. That's why it's not tattooed on me, okay? Yeah. But if there's a cigar that topples any Calaveras I've ever smoked, it is this cigar. So, what you're saying is, <laughs> anybody picking me up on the shit I'm 2021 is what I'm hearing. Someone's gonna drop clues, and if they won't do it, I'm going to. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, it's just you that crystalline, that folks. crystalline Very spice on honey. it. Um, this is actually one of the sweetest broadleafs I think that's ever happened since the 1990, what 93 to the. 2000 Opus X that Carlos Fuente. What Fuente's makes that sweet like that? That sweet tone in here. It's got so where my knowledge stops, right? And I'm not afraid to say it. There's this time between the the picking of the tobacco till the blending, right? When you get to the blending and you've got these different leaves, I can talk about that. The way what what does that, right? So broadleaf, okay? So the largest expansion leaf on the plant. When that's pulled away, how it's matured, how it's fermented, how long it sits in one area versus another, when it's deveined, what type of pilone does it sit in, you know, so on and so forth until it gets to the point that it goes, okay, we're at the blending table, what leaf? See, that's where my knowledge starts there. I don't know any- But are they really, I mean, I think these guys that are so good and so good at what they do, it's trial and error. I mean, it's like getting in there and they've got these leaves and they know how long. Oh, they know what they cowboy. did. I've, I've, and then they're like, wow, look what we're getting from that. And then after 20, 30 years and second generation families, it's been laid down and laid down. The story's been told, you know, and passed on. They're trying to bring some of that. And if it all works out, they're putting together another good combination of great flavors and tobacco. Yeah, I'm, I've told you, I've been sitting with um, with blenders uh, from all types to big name guys to guys that are just trying to do their own little thing. And I've, I've sat down and smoked the filler, just the filler leaf, smoked the binder, and smoked the wrapping. And you're like, damn, you put those three things together, holy shit, you put them together. If the percentage of tobaccos isn't right, it's not going to burn. Okay, there's going to be too much combustion. The tar buildup's going to come into the cap, right? And everyone's had that. Where that tar buildup's happening on a cigar, you touch your tongue to it, palate's dead. Everything's going to taste sour. And right? I've always said the bourbon industry mimics the tobacco industry so much. It's the same fucking thing. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, we we want to blend a great bottle, so we're going to use a 14 year 
from Rickhouse E. Uh, we're going to take it from the lower, or the Rickhouse, we're going to take it from the lower level so it's sweeter. Well, and then, and then we're going to blend that a certain percent, and this a percent, and out of that rick a certain percent. Think about if you sat down and looked at a couple of big name bottles out there with high age statements. That and give you that on the back. I yeah. Mean, Five different Rick houses. Okay, okay. Uh, for example, I was reading it the other day uh, at the tournament. We had a pour of that tag along, right? 15% of that bottle is a two year old bourbon to get the proof. You see what I mean? Yeah. That, that liquid, 15% of that bottle's sole proof is to hold that 124.5. Then right. everything else. You don't do that on a whim. It, it doesn't, it doesn't go. It's like one of my favorite. Yo, we talk about Jackie Zycan a lot of Old Force, which is just a St. Louis native, right? Um, one of the favorite interviews I ever heard about with her was the first time when she was with Old Forester and the birthday bourbon, right? Her first time there with the birthday bourbon release. They're tasting it, tasting it. She said it was a Wednesday afternoon at like three o'clock. We hit it and we said, pull it, it's done. And I was like, what do you mean? It was like, it was just this moment. It, it, you can't explain it, right? It's not. You're tasting things all day. Eventually, your palate's going to kind of coincide together. Things are going to mend together. And one thing catches it. They're like, boom, it's done. Pull it. We got to go. Bottle it up. Yeah. And I'm sure cigars happen that way, man. Like, I've, I've never been in a factory for length of a time with aging room where, you know, Pepin or, or, or Pete or John or... Uh, Ernesto, just name a guy, right? I, we you know, I, we walk into Frias and be like, okay, uh, that Cyclops agent. Okay, cool. It's Cyclops Volume Two. We're gonna need ten thousand. Send it out right now. You're never there for that, but that shit happens all the time, man. The How many oops, These oops guys are gonna be out in, at the farm, and they're gonna be going through everything or the um, the holding stations or whatever for the tobacco and putting this shit together and trying it and the aroma of the, the bourbons are like, I think they're grabbing them from different honey barrels and bringing them into the, um, the lab and trying them. I think these guys are out on the farm figuring a lot of this shit out. Well, that is true. I think I think we're bourbon. Which is pretty cool. We're, we're whiskey and I don't care if it's Scotch, Irish, Japanese, Indian. There's a disconnect between the grain and the mash house and the, the tasters, okay? Those are different people, right? I know you watch movies and the master taster is out there next to the tractor tilling the wheat. No, no fucking way, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Whereas some of the same, or maybe not at the same point in time, but when you get a job at a cigar factory, you start with seedlings. Even though the pay sucks, there is a progression. Now, if you're most women are are rollers, uh, some because of the finesse they have, soft hands. Um, you know, some men can do that. If you have soft hands, haven't had a rough living or or a, hand, a physical job of labor, you can have soft hands. That's kind of an old school thing they believe in. Um, but you will start right. We want to move to Nicaragua tomorrow. Give everything up and go work for George Padron. We're gonna be using tweezers picking up little seedlings putting them in here you'll do that for a year or five right then you'll go out and you'll put the seedling in the ground a year or five 
and then you'll go in and you'll prime the tobacco so pick the tobacco a year or five then you go in the hanging room you'll hang it dry it cure it ferment it a year or five right and then you'll hit a rolling floor dude don't have time for and it. from that point here's the thing too that a lot of people get where a bourbon disconnect right so if you're a a packaging manager for Buffalo Trace, right? We've all seen the movie now. Y'all know it's possible. You can go into every Rick house and see that product sitting and waiting. You can go into the bottling facility and see the labels and everything like that. <laughs> if you're a roller or a buncher, unless you're a finished product analyzer, like you're actually putting the labels, or sorry, wrapping the cigars, bundling them for aging, you don't go in the aging room. I know, right? <laughs> but I do want to go there. Oh, I, I want to go. Well, there's there's tours you can pay a lot of fucking money for to do it. They can't. <laughs> I don't even want to go with the most important people. I want to go with the guy that you know goes around the barrels and he tastes them. And like you know how shiny barrel got picked. Yeah. Was like it had more of a rub on that barrel than anything they saw for a while. <laughs> like there's a lot of guys and their bellies are on mm. that barrel and it's kind of been shined up so you know something's happening right. in that barrel. I want to go around with that guy for about an hour and just hit some barrels maybe for a, you know, a, a single barrel. And uh, I think that would be freaking phenomenal. That'd be fun. And then you know, but there are like, cool. Oh, he got him a good one. There are cool cigar trips you can take like that. Like Jonathan Drew's got the biggest one, the cigar, the Drew Estate Cigar Safari. Uh, you're talking an event that sells out to 120 people in under 14 seconds. Uh, but you go down, you, you're, you're flying to Nicaragua, you're picked up at Condega Airport, you're taken to Drew Estate in Jalapa Valley. You stay at the Drew Estate Resort. Uh, you walk through the factory, you walk through the fields, you get a, you get your own box of cigars. Um, Fuck, I'm like, when are we going? Not necessarily to that. We're not going with them, so we're going to yeah. hook up um, something old that we've talked about for a while. There's going to be a really cool Nicaragua trip with Luciano and Nicardo uh, Pachardo, so we'll be doing that. Um, we'll have some cool people with us, man. I mean, it's going to be fun. Uh, more of a... And the reason I want to do that one is even myself for a long time, I kind of wondered what the... Uh, relationship thing was like in such a small country where between the two countries right i'm not a dominican guy right not a big dominican republic cigar smoker but i'm not i think arturo fuente is some of the most overrated fucking tobacco in the world do you think i'd pass up a moment to go tour arturo fuente with carlito fuente yeah no i'm going i'm fucking going i want to see it right Nicaragua, okay, just just for shits and giggles, you have Jose Pepin of my father, you have Perdomo Cigars, which we're not big Perdomo guys, but they're one of the top retailing cigars on the market, okay, whatever, they one hit it we right. we did, we fucking got knocked You've got off of two Rocky great. Patel factories, okay, and you've got the pinnacle of Nicaragua tobacco, Padron family cigars, right, within 12 miles of each other. And then in, in that 12 miles, how far are you really apart on your acreage? And I've heard nothing, nothing. And Luciano would be perfectly okay with me saying this. He's talked about these tours. How he'll fly in, stay at a hotel there, great restaurant, patio, you smoke cigars on, nice little room. You'll be having dinner with George Padron. 
Rocky will be there the next night. George and Rocky will trade scars, and they'll buy dinner, you buy It's this whole thing, right? And I'm like, that's really cool to see that. Hell yeah. Again, again, in the whiskey world, let's just talk since we met a nice lady today uh, from a local distributor. Man, we've been in rooms with four distributors from four companies. Everyone's having a good time, and you can point out the four awkward people because it's always a competition. I get, like, I get that at that, that at that standard, it's a compensated job, right? Like, if if you're not selling your product, you're probably not getting paid. But you can still have relationships with people and still get your business done. Right, for lack of a better word, we were in here joking with the girl from Lore about her product and knowing why it's not hers anymore, all the not me's, kind of knew why, right? So said, great, you know, Troy still bought product, still for, we're drinking that product, right? Everything was still good. Fantastic. Yeah, dog show. Love it. Guys, it's beautiful out here. You'll see, uh, you'll see a good glimpse of it. So you have some, you have, so there's this, about 155 years ago, the way Hod says so busy and old, uh, he used to lay, he used to work for uh, Doug, old Zicky. Oh, Doug Zicker. Uh, we actually, we're, we've actually got a podcast lined up there again in the fall by the fire pit. Always. Uh, which will be cool. But you laid all this, didn't you? Not here? Yeah, a lot of it. Yeah, we've been coming out of here and, and you know, Troy, and Zick uh, know each other, um, and uh, we've always come out and done some stuff for him. Early on, when I was with uh, Zick for a while, learning the landscaping business and everything. And um, anyway, no, it's a fabulous place. And if you guys, by the way, have never had uh, been to the Millstream, it's a great place to come. They've got like a rat scaler in the basement. Here's something I'll I've never say. been. I mean, outside of my basement that I used to have back in young days yeah. um this is a cool uh basement rat scale. is the restaurant open upstairs now um not quite sure about that okay. we'd have to ask okay. people were eating so i was no curious. i think they're cooking up there whether it's all open oh, up there i got you. i mean they're serving downstairs here's i probably not right now right here's the thing i want to tell everyone you main street st charles is a really cool uh, look, the, the main street is still cobblestone streets. I mean, they're old as, it's, it's a 200 plus year old road. Um, big school out here in Lindenwood. It's a big, big, uh, is it a private school? Lindenwood a private school? Um, I want to say it's like a NCAA division two. two yeah, I would say it's a very, it's, it's one of those schools that, you know, if they had a good enlistment for two years, they might make- and They're growing by leaps double and Double A one division. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, my wife was she. She went to school here uh, about ten years ago, and these new buildings that are up here by the Schnooks, ma- massive, ten, twelve, fourteen thousand square foot buildings. They're new within a couple of years. I wonder if those are dorms or oh, if they're. Um, um, but, but either way, they've cool. expanded a lot. Um. It's, it's super cool. They're blowing up. There's a great bar scene down here. Of course, you'll see that in, in a college town. But the cool thing about it, if you're coming in from 70 or 364, which is the most highway rollout, Old Mill Stream is the first thing on your right when you hit 
Main Street. If you're coming in from the college part of town, which is up kind of over towards Cottleville, the breakdown over there, Old Mill Stream is the last one, last one on your left. Right, you cannot, you cannot miss this place. And it's, it's fantastic. It was actually funny, if you go back and listen to the podcast, <laughs> the reason we ended up podcasting here is when I was doing whiskey sales, I had St. Charles and I came in here and I met Troy and Troy and I hung out, uh, bought, a, bought a bunch of stuff. It was awesome. I'm telling, I'm calling uh, the cowboy on my way home, tell him where I'm at. And he goes, uh, are you talking about the Millstream? I said, yeah. Turns out these guys have been friends forever. That next week we were up here podcasting. Um, so it's kind of cool what you run into when history and present come together, man. It's pretty cool. Always good vibes, always good vibes. Absolutely. And yeah, I'm back on my little guy, man. I needed some I needed some good good windage and I got the little Pac-Man monster. You know what's really cool is is this one's kind of personal to me because early on when me and you started hanging out or whatever, I gifted you this lighter. Yep. And then um, you had it for a while. And then uh, we went down there and we're feeling no pain. And you picked a, an upper, different color, I an grabbed, upper I one. I grabbed the Skywalker DuPont, the black, or the blue and white with black trim. Yeah. And then this one came back to me. And it's fitting it comes back because it's kind of the, the Halloween pumpkin orange. And I love it. It's my go-to. I've got a lot of lighters, but... This has always been my go-to. Well, you know, like think I think about we carry a little more lighters in the fall. Like we get our skull head, our yeah, soft yeah, flame yeah, skull yeah, heads. Yeah. From, I just, uh, I just filled Bible. that. I just filled that guy out today. I was gonna bring him, gonna bring him, but then I was outside. I was planting those trees there. I was like, ah, oh, it's kind of breezy here. And I'm like, if it's breezy here, that means it probably started there. So I was like, ah, oh, you know, never mind. Whatever. I'll bring, I'll bring the, the the Dupont. We'll take that. Right. It works great. And that's the other thing with this little guy. These minis. These ST DuPont minis, I don't give a shit what kind of wind you got, this flame can take it. It's got about a six H, a freaking like diamond Bro, cutting it, flame on it. Man, um, but I filled up all the soft flame stuff and then I was thinking, you know, Mexico in a couple of weeks, right? I hate, literally fucking can't stand smoking cigars on a beach. One, because I'm always in the water so it makes no sense, okay? Two, if I light, I'm getting out of the water, I'm wet and I'm not waiting to dry off. And three, if you've ever been on a, it's like trying to smoke on a, on a lake when the boat's moving, right? You get trade winds, you get sea winds, you get break winds. There's so many different angles of wind. I smoke it's not in enjoyable. my lake, Yeah, you know, with my noodle. Yeah, 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 but that's cool because like there's trees and stuff blocking everything. <laughs> but even those can get some moisture. I have to make sure my hands, my wet fingers aren't touching Well, it we too always much. look funny in your lake because we're all walking around this way. Drinking one Trying hand to keep cigar, our dry hand. hands yeah. up on it and whatever, but there ain't nothing like floating on a noodle with a fantastic cigar and a drink. It's freaking amazing. Yeah. You ain't lying. So what did you just fire up, man? You got a little retro going. I got an old school room 101 uh, hell bucket. Death bucket, baby. Death bucket. Death All right. bucket one. It's KFC like a skull with a little uh, drumstick and a bucket of bones. Man, so we were talking about. Um, I've had two of these from a year and a half ago, maybe. No, the bucket came out in January. 
No, hell no, it didn't. No, this no, didn't. is like a year or two ago. That's last year. Last year. No, because he's got his head coming out of the last one. Well, Death Bucket 2 came out when I worked at Lit, so that had to be this year. Yeah. No, That's you're the, right. This is the one before that. No, no, no. Yeah. You're right. Death Bucket 1 was 19. Death Bucket 2 was 20. Yeah, this is a 19. I pulled it right? out of the vault for today. You're right. I don't know. I pulled one out today, too. Well, is there a Death Bucket 21 yet? Look at you. I got a surprise for you. Oh, yeah. Listen to you. Welcome to Satan Centers, bitch. Oh, is that some good news coming? <laughs> you, we're in. Anyway, I think this is 19 because 21, he had his head coming out of the yeah, bucket. It's either. We don't have a 21 yet. No, no. Yeah, I have Death Bucket, too. I have one left. But is there one in from? Is there a new one in twenty one yet? No, no. This is this is what I'm saying. I don't remember if that was nineteen or if that was twenty. No, it had to be twenty. That was twenty. End well, we 20. got this right. I got this in there thing right when that we were started yes. with lead. Yes. So then so that means that was a year least. and a half. Yeah, for sure. I was I was trying to think if maybe there was, but he did two. So Death Bucket Two's got his head in it, and it's not very good. That one, that one's solid. I like that. I had um, two, and I've grabbed it. You know how you always are. You like grab it, and then yeah, put it back. <laughs> Just like the Miami 15. I have been so I have packed that in my box so many times, and then gone to reach it and like no 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 ow. And then one night I broke. I had I did that new Tangerine yeah. 10, and it was beautiful night. You know I was. It just everything felt right. I'm like, go ahead, baby. Do, do that Miami 15. Smoke it. And you it. guys, it was on Instagram. I, I showed you guys a pic. And then the Viking lets me know we may never see the Miami 15 again. Yeah, that's rough, man. God, um, that, and we've had, since the minute I smoked it, we've had two boxes on order. Oh, well, yeah. And that's not that's not any one person's fault, man. You can't, you can't get it. You can't get it. And I think... Yeah, I'm just gonna fucking. Should I just say? It? I'm just gonna say. It. I think that Pete and Pepin blended something that was far better than they expected, and the price point was not horrible on it. At fifteen dollars, fifteen twenty-five, uh, a ten-year ten, ten Miami you can order right now. That's a ten ninety-five stick, right? Yeah. Eleven dollars, and those are nothing to right? sneeze at. They're those fucking are fantastic. fantastic cigars. They're, they're my. There's one, there's one tatuaje that, that I, I've smoked a few. It's the 2013 La Spirit de Verite. Very specific eight count little box of cigars. No, 13 count box of cigars. I love that cigar. Impossible to find. And when you find them, people want too many zeros for the box. Okay. Um, but uh, I think that 15 shipped, and I think they were ready for it. It was, because remember, the funny joke was at the show in 19, I smoked the Solomon 15, and I was like, bro, it's just too much tobacco. Like the first four inches, the cigar was like, holy shit, you did it again. It just kept going. <laughs> it was just too damn much. And then we sat down there that episode, it lit, and smoked that 15 Bellicoso. And I was like, dude, you were like, should I buy it? I'm like, get all of them. Whatever's and left, I do it. Did. And then we ended up, we ordered a couple of, three boxes, one came in, and since then, 
they're still back ordered, right? I don't, I don't know invoice status and things like that, right? That's none of my business, but nobody has them, right? It's, it's not even, it's not even like somebody got some, somebody didn't. Nowhere. Even when you, even when you do that fishing online to go to like specific stores, you know that carry that shit. They don't have it. It's not there. And then through talking and and speaking with people, it it may be passed on just simply because you just can't do it. Now I know, and, and maybe maybe that's the casualty of COVID for tattooing. Maybe. Right. Everybody had one. Something happened to somebody. I don't mean that. Please don't compare death to cigar. Yeah. You fucking don't be an ass. Uh, but you know what I mean. It's some something happened somewhere. Maybe. Unfortunately, that was that was the one to fall. Well, that was a good. I am empty. That was a damn good second choice. Mm. Um, and the death bucket, if we're talking pairing, was fantastic with that. I mean, so I've had this in my locker at least a year and a half, and it's smoking, uh, smoking beautiful fantastic cigar so uh some new stuff that's happening uh you know i'm not very hype on the lca stuff right we've talked about you know brian descent and the releases and love you dude you know, we've actually had this conversation together via email and text and phone call it's not a bashing thing it's just some of them haven't hit right but everybody's loving them and that's very good one I am very, very intrigued about drops on Friday, and it's made by Southern Draw. Yeah, that seems like we've talked about them uh, before. Well, we smoked the Southern Draw at uh, Triple Leaf. Hmm. I smoked the Firethorn, and you smoked the uh, that Asylum, the different Asylum. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but Southern Draw makes great cigars, right? Um, uh, it's called the Lady Killer. That's the name of this Pravada is release. A, what is it? It's Perfecto, 652 Perfecto, or 6.5. What is it, Nicaraguan? I mean, what's the blend and the bite? Well, it's, right? it's Southern Draw, so it's gonna be Nicaraguan with some, some, it, mm, maybe it's solid right but it, there may be some dominican run in it huh i don't know so that's going to be at all the local places this friday it'll be in. it'll be at uh at lit, triple e hill lit. and lit that's it um so i'm gonna smoke that friday um i'm curious about that I really am. It, it looks really cool. Obviously, we can't share any details about it and shit like that because it can't release until Friday. But um, you guys should come out to Lit and, and grab your uh, grab your smoke. And then and speaking of Lit, you guys have live music this Saturday, correct? Yes, Chuck Flowers, man. Friday, Friday night, Chuck Flowers. Oh, Friday night. Yeah, and Chuck is uh, that man can play a saxophone, dude. He he. I can't now, do it. has he been there? Because when I've heard music there uh, early on, it was in the corner by the Golden Tee. Uh, well, that so that happens because, like, if it's cold outside yeah. or it's raining or if it's 110 degrees, no one's going to sit out. So yeah. you have to do that. But this but weekend... were they there? There was a guy, and I don't know if it was a sax guy. I don't think I've heard this guy. Mm. 
Chuck is fantastic. Chuck Flowers, you guys should look him up if you want to see who's playing. It's Friday night. Um, there'll be a crowd, man. He, he is. And no music on Saturday. No music Saturday, no. No music Saturday. I mean, I'll be DJ in the store, but no music Saturday. All right. All right. What was I looking for? Well, fantastic, man. I yeah. think we've uh, did all the damage we can do out here today. I think we should uh, maybe wrap this up and uh, get on to the rest of the day. It's just too damn uh, beautiful to keep. It's beautiful, man. We don't want to bore you, you know, guys. Chit-chatting all day. Uh, so like I said, um, lit music on Friday. Also with that music, we've got that Southern Draw Lady Killer dropping. You'll also find it down at the hill and Triple Leaf on Manchester. Uh, check them out. Oh, grab Montrez, your sticks. Uh, LCA too. Is it Montrez? Oh, Montrez is the other LCA. Yeah, yeah Montrez yeah. will have it as well. So, guys, uh, Jess, Bobby, sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, no, that's where we smoked the pig. That's exactly where we smoked. Porky the pig. The barbecue pig. The barbecue pig. I gotta say, the wrapper was delicious. Slick, man. Kind of on that cigar we smoked this fucking. I mean, if you weren't careful, it popped right out of your mouth. It was so oh, buttery, yeah. like slick. a fucking torpedo. But um, I mean, maybe we just had a bad one. I mean, but it, it was uh, a work, a lot of work around. On uh, that one. Huge shout out to Miguel, owner, proprietor of FFK Stands. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, here he was and fantastic. Shooting the shit man. with us, man. Uh, when those tight. new ashtrays come. Mm. Can't fucking wait, dude, for sure. We're going to send him some Cyclops, and uh, maybe he'll be showing the uh, the hooligans soon on a post somewhere. That'd maybe. Cool. We'll see. But, Miguel, thanks again, brother. It's been awesome. Uh, Troy, love you, man. I know you're inside working, but yeah, he's thanks for letting care us. Of the, uh, the, the Rat Scaler crowd. Pop in and enjoy this. So this is the Viking, guys. Mahalo, I'm out. Thank yeah, you. from the Bourbon Cowboy, man, from, uh, you know, Old Street down here in St. Charles and Millstream. I'm the Bourbon Cowboy. Uh, as always, giddy up. Mm. We'll see you next week. And Patreon members, guys, you guys are going to get the entire interview with Miguel from FFK. That's going to be posted tonight. And I forgot, we have T-shirts. Oh, and yeah, we have we T-shirts, have guys. Hats. We have hats. And we're going to, we'll, we'll put those on Yeah, we, yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. Gonna, we got to throw them up on pictures. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that. We have those. Yeah, and we'll Shirts get those are dope. taken care of, Hats too. Hats are cool. They're kind of the, the Cyclops with a, kind of a bike. You know, it's like the our logo with the Cyclops, kind of a bike logo with some cool shit on. I think you guys will like it. Think, uh, think uh, like an MC patch, a club patch. It's yeah, got a, it it's looks got good. It's got a rocker and a... It's really cool, man. Anyway, guys, Mahalo, love you. We're out of here, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week.